0: final episode of season three for studio six printable podcast i'm your host jay hill this is my co-host shane feek hello and we are waiting on a guest um she should be here shortly um so i wanted to say that i wanted to thank everybody for for coming and and, you know supporting us we've been doing this now for three years
1: yeah that's awesome it doesn't seem like it. (laughs) it doesn't
0: it really doesn't but, uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool that we actually get this opportunity to do something that we'd love to do. And, you know, so, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I um, Sh- Shane will be busy doing paranormal stuff this summer. So the show won't come back until September. Is that what we yep. discussed? Okay. Yes. September. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, la-
1: basically uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day, I think it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah is so, the plan. Yep. So um in the meantime, Shane will be away, but I will still be in the limelight with a new show called The Cemetery Files with my new co-host for that show, Kelly Schaefer.
1: That'll be awesome.
0: Yes, and it and it should very well be awesome because she's very uh, talented. She's an author and she's also um, a historian she knows her history and she's an investigator and so yeah i'm really looking forward to this yeah it should be awesome and she did mention it to me the other day about um i think she because she's down in the southern states and there's a paracon down there that she would like me and her to go to to represent as a vendor so that would be oh wow yeah that would be pretty cool so that's a bit of a
1: trip down there (laughs) i've driven down because i have friends in georgia yeah, and it was like seventeen hours from my place.
0: Right, right. So yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to, to something like that. I, we did never get that opportunity to do a, a paracon together, but I'm sure that you know. Oh, we there's, will. There's always this this next next season after September and sure. And Dan Norville. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. How's it going? So good to see you. Yeah. And Dan Norval and uh, Expedition Entity—they've really got some stuff. going Yeah,
1: they were too. awesome guests too. That, yeah. was, that was sweet.
0: Yeah. So, and when I saw them at the Paracon last a uh, couple weeks ago, they were they were fantastic. And I know that they got a lot of stuff lined up. And if anybody has not seen uh, Expedition Entity or even seen or heard of Paraflix, um, look up Paraflix. You could subscribe. It's like three ninety nine a month. It's really simple. Um, yep. It's cheap, but. All the, the things that you ever wanted in paranormal, the TV shows, the po- the podcast, the interviews, uh, movies, music, um, yeah this uh, this has it all. Uh, Natalie Jones, the CEO of Paraflix, really has done a great job at, at bringing Paraflix into the limelight. And so yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty amazing what she's done. And I talked to her, uh, like I said, at the Paragon, and you know she's she's always a busy busy lady and trying to even get a hold of her is, like, the hole in teeth, you know. So, but, yeah. So what else do you got going on, Shane?
1: Oh, um, I just did an investigation this weekend uh, with uh, Corbin and um, Haley Michelle, so it was real good. Mm-hmm. We did that thing. Um, I don't know, we got Ren Fairs coming up. We got camping trips coming up. <laughs> the summer is going to be real busy for me.
0: Right, right. So,
1: but uh, Paranormal World, I did do some updates to my uh, sensor board. Okay. Still has the same sensors, but I changed the way it logs just a little bit to make it easier to use when I analyze the data. Cool. Um, I added a date timestamp right on the little screen instead of just the numbers that show how many records it's recorded. It actually shows the timestamp. Mm-hmm. So if you're video recording... And it, the camera can see the timestamp. You have, you know, easy synchronization for, for things, etc. So. Right, right. So I d- I've been doing that. Um, do
0: you have, um, do you have some uh, investigations coming up?
1: Um, not coming up soon. I think there's some in July, and there might be one in near the end of May, but I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Most of the time, about a week before we start talking about, oh yeah, don't forget we got to, you know, la, la la like that. But right, right, well, you know, and of course we get the impromptu ones because sometimes people will call up and be like, uh, hey, we got problems at our house, we need, right. we need people to come look or whatever. So right, uh, there can be that. But summer tends to slow down a little bit for me in the paranormal world because right. I have so many other hobbies and things that can only work in the summertime and you can investigate it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's winter or summer or spring or right. not, but, right, right. but some like camping and hiking and things like that aren't quite as optimal in the winter.
0: I hear you. So, so our guest is here. So let's get her on. Excellent. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello hey
2: there. How are you guys hey. doing? Yes. Doing great.
1: Yeah, can
0: you hear so, me okay? Can, yeah. Right. So, I think I asked you this last time. How do you pronounce your first
2: name? No worries. It's Asia.
0: Asia. Okay.
2: okay. Asia. Okay. It's all right. Asia. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, no, I get are, it. I are, get are, it all you know, the Asia. time. Trust me. <laughs> so, I, I
1: had guessed it. Asha. <laughs> but is close. A, Asia's A lot of close. people
2: call me that. That's just okay. fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very yeah. close. All right. So. Um. Aisha,
0: welcome to the show. Thank you very much for being here. Um, yeah, it's cool. We, we had a little Thanks hit and miss uh, last last time, and we're excited to have you on
2: our
1: last show for season three. Yep, you get the privilege of being the last one for our season. So yeah,
2: oh, right. awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Thank you for yeah.
0: having yes. me. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, let's for all the people that are, are watching, uh, can uh, you know tell us a little bit about? Um, who you are and and what you've what you've been doing in the paranormal and whatnot, and we'll kind of go from there?
2: Sure. yeah, definitely. Well, um let's see. it's It's been something that pretty much has always been with me. It's something that started out at at a pretty young age. This is something that you will hear often in the community yep. is people that have these experiences when they're younger. It's the way it was explained to me, which makes so much sense, is that people who are, you know, are at a higher frequency or on on a higher vibration who have this easier connection with spirit or with, you know, having these experiences, they generally, you know, it's like they know that we can, that we're more sensitive, so they will tend to speak out, right? I mean, you guys know. Yeah, that would be
1: you and Jay, Um, but not me
2: yeah <laughs> okay yeah. yeah well yeah
1: about as sensitive as a rock so, so well, there we you need got people that. like
2: you too to keep us yep. grounded yes yeah i'm
1: a science so. guy he's, he's a science he's guy the, <laughs> yep he's the he's the spiritual guy
0: yep yep so, right so yeah. um talk you, you want to talk a little, little bit of, you're, you're telling us that this has been affecting you know you've affected been affected by this by you know since you were you, you were younger but um Let me ask you, um, are you now a a paranormal investigator? I mean, do you do active investigations?
2: I do. I I, I do them here, especially on the island, but pretty much anywhere in Washington. I started doing investigations, I'd say, about six or seven years ago. You know, as, as more of a hobby and more of a just kind of like wanted to see it from that side of, of the fence instead of the sense. one on the inside.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, and then as things have progressed and gotten and changed as far as my interaction with the paranormal, which has just everything really heightened up when I moved out here to Kameno Island. Um, mm-hmm. uh, probably a lot of that is because this area just has so much uh, history
1: as I'm it sure. is.
2: So mm-hmm. coming out to an area like this and then getting back into it, I also have learned that I have this connection. It seems like with especially any kind of indigenous areas, because I mm-hmm. did grow okay. up on an area that was mostly um, Native American burial land, and you know my my childhood home. When they were building the the foundation for it, they removed two full two full skeletons, and they had to wow. have you know this was very this was a regular thing. Um, okay. Okay. at the point at the time, so this would have been been in the eighties, so late eighties uh, at the point, you know, roughly eight, maybe 900 people total residency. And oh. it is a small area. It's only 5.5 square miles or 5.3 square miles, excuse me, but you have to come all the way through Canada to get there. There's no, there's no ferry. There's no nothing. Oh. You do need to go through the border to get there. So a lot of people say, well, why didn't they just give it to Canada? It, it, it because <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is. Sawasan so tribe or um, mm-hmm. uh, land burial land so mm-hmm. uh, like I was starting to say it, it was pretty normal for for them to get a call when they were doing any kind of construction on the point to come mm-hmm. remove remains and mm-hmm. I, it was actually my uncle my non-blood uncle uh, who who was the one that ran the construction company so as a mm-hmm. young child okay. I would go over to his house and I would see you know skulls and arrowheads and bones up on his bookshelf and I would <laughs> hold them and oh yeah if we only knew now what we knew then, right or vice versa right. sorry. If yeah. we knew right, then what we right, knew now right, right? wouldn't have yeah, been right. doing that so much sure i think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why i have this this link so mm-hmm. although i've had all these experiences moving up into here you know uh it getting back here it just felt like like a puzzle piece you've been clicked back in and like i was where i was meant to be
1: so are you a native so, of that ancestry too
2: I'm not. I'm not. Oh, okay. It's okay. Uh, I didn't I know mean, if you
1: were, I, I, you were part of a generations that came from that those people.
2: Yeah. I'm not, but okay. I mean, I, I, I do have you know, Mayan um, Indian, and and my dad is full blooded Mexican, so native of some type, but not necessarily sure. Native American. But okay. when we had moved to the point, we went and took a trip to point um to Vancouver, BC. And we went to, to, um, Granville or Granville Island and the Stanley park. Never forget it. I was a little kid and we went and my mom saw this nice native man sitting under this tent, you know, and he was painting oil paintings for people. And we went over there and we had my, my portrait painted wow. by him. Wow. And that's when things, that's when things changed. That's when things right. changed. I think that's right. when a link was built. Yeah, hey, yeah, you got
0: a touch of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I that's did. awesome. Great story. I did. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Yes. Yes. Keeps yeah. you busy.
0: But, uh, so <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you, um, since the house that you lived in, we had talked earlier um off camera before, and you said that um something about your home now is haunted.
2: Oh, Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I got real, I got real lucky. Well, it seems like again, uh, tying back with with this always being with me, it seems like any location that I've chosen to live has always had some kind of spiritual tie. And I knew that from the beginning, but yet chose to live there anyway. Sometimes it didn't always go as planned. Sometimes it's just fine. Coexisting with spirits is, is lovely. I love it. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. And, and yes, again, I'm back here on native land. It's, it, 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 it wasn't as active. It was active later later since then point Robert. So within the last 200, 300 years, whereas point Robert's is much older than that. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of very alive, um, uh, you know, like echoes and stuff here. You have a lot of stick energy. That's, that's just kind of, um, you know, I'm trying to find the word for it. But you know what I'm talking about, where, where yeah. it's not yeah. necessarily, you know, intellectual or intelligent, but it's more of just residual energy. Residual, so right, you, have right. that, yep. you will often see, you know, figures walking through the yard, almost kind of like like they're going from one place to another. This is something mm-hmm. that I have come to realize is more of a residual energy. And this mm-hmm. is something that other people Um, have experienced as well, although there isn't many other experiences in the house other than the person that lives with me um, because we just don't get many people out here. We just don't get many people out here. So it it started pretty quick and it was almost instantaneous. We knew when we came to look at the house, I mean, you could tell right when you put your foot on the ground that, whoa, this place is charged. Okay, let's do this. And it just felt great. It felt wonderful. I knew there was going to be lots of stuff to communicate with and to, and to mm. talk with and as you know i mean it's, it's what we do we love it and uh and then before i knew it i kind of was wrapped up it was just like someone flicked the switch and we were a year and a half later and before i knew it i was having to deal with oppression and attacks and this is not really oh, no. something that i've ever really dealt with before so it mm-hmm. it brought it on another level. It did. And and all of this really was it, it was stirred up by going through the the um, crawl space area and coming across human remains here in the mm. house.
1: Okay. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. that's so would definitely you say, a recipe say, for Yeah. So would you say that would what it
0: what, what would you say that the your opinion on like attachments and, and things like that, like you said you were talking about the bones and the skulls, and you know, and that whole tied that tied into that whole aspect of where you're at now and ex- where you've experienced the oppression and this and that. Now, do you think that there's a lot of other investigators out there that do investigations that are affected similar ways or do you think that it's just because of this Native American land?
2: No, no, I I believe a lot of us go through it. I mean, I have seen and known other people in the, in the industry that that have gone through it and seen it firsthand. Um, it's just one of the hazards of the crate, I guess. Sure. You know, it's I like, used to call it my cur- curse of curiosity, because <laughs> it was something that constantly made me want to chase after it, but then afterwards you're like, ooh. shouldn't have done that that. but you almost know you shouldn't have but you do it anyway because again, we're looking for answers this is what we do so um yeah now have you ever
0: been on a in in like an investigation or in in any situation where the feeling of the oppression or something was so strong that you were truly you didn't know what where to turn
1: or had to leave
0: (laughs) right
2: yeah yes once once I did okay. have to leave, I had to leave and and leave suddenly, and it, this was a building in downtown Bellingham that I lived in. It was a it was a low income building, and I was living there as a college student. And I was having very very strong and and here we were having things like the taps turning on and off in the middle of the night, so almost almost borderline poltergeist activity, which is as wow. you know a whole other beast, uh-huh. and uh, it just. I mean, windows breaking spontaneously, doors like swinging open violently and doing this in front of other people. And, um, and, and yeah, I just, I I had to get out and, and upon leaving, you know, I, I just said, you know, there's something wrong here (laughs) and I'm leaving. And, you know, I was able to get out from him that the person before me had indeed hung himself in that closet that those. Oh no big oh, doors yeah. had gone you know open and closed. he might gone. have even
1: been part of the problem <laughs> <laughs>
2: never know yeah. I
1: mean he might yeah. have been
0: yeah I never know the entity
2: never I mean, know yeah it so, seems um, like as we we go farther into it the, the water becomes a little bit more muddied and you don't necessarily know exactly what
0: right, right. which
1: that's true of most stuff in paranormal maybe
0: yeah, yeah it's like a puzzle it's almost like you're trying to trying to figure yes. out what piece fits where And yeah, especially when you're involved in in something that you're having an issue where you know that you need to leave the building or need to leave the house or something like that. It's just one of those things where, you know, I see investigators go in there and then they're confused of why this is happening. But it's kind of like it depends on what your intuition or your um, intention is and and how you're approaching this, you know. Now, do do you feel that... um, a lot of the paranormal, uh, like the TV shows that are on now and this and that, do you watch any of those?
2: I do. Yeah, okay. I have to say that I do. I enjoy them. I think I watch them like a lot of us do in the same way that almost. Well, I watch them like I watch my CCTV cameras.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I
2: like to see you know what's going on in other places and what's what what type of it, what type of activity other people are experiencing in their places in their homes do i believe mm-hmm. some of these shows are completely staged and fake sure do i believe yeah. all of them are no
1: plus that one
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's just that kind of it's just it you take it with a grain of salt you know I mean, it's for entertainment but there's there have been some shows on in the past that are pretty i think are legit you know and yep oh well, yeah you know what i mean so
1: um, so it looks like we got a guest, uh, or not a guest, uh, uh comments. Yeah. Uh, so the, they're asked. Dan asked, "Does your guest do cleansings?" Yeah. Do so, you do, so do, yeah. you do yes. cleansings, yes. In Asia?
0: Okay. Can you give us an example of an, of something that happened recently or in the last year that you did that?
2: Yeah, I had a, actually, he ended up being somebody who was hired to be the handyman for us. And so experienced some interesting stuff here. So that in that he knew that I had this connection and was willing to come and help out with this type of thing, because um, a lot of people don't understand that sometimes it is really just coexisting. and, And sometimes it just comes down to communication and just knowing how to communicate or just not feeling silly doing it um but here on the island i think i am only one of two people that i know of that i've seen advertised that does any type of house cleansings oh wow okay so he 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 took a photo oh sorry he took a photo and ended up catching a a pretty good apparition on camera sent it to me and then said you know "I, i i don't know what's going on but someone's messing with my stuff and didn't really explain any more than that and then I was just like, yeah, yeah, they are. And um, <laughs> yeah. you might want to go check one of your guitars. And he's like, you know, I have guitars. And I'm just like, well, I'm just it's what I saw. It's what I heard was, I'm sorry about scratching your guitar. And he went over and pulled his guitar off the wall. And there it was, big old scratch right in his guitar. And he's like, how did you know that that was there? Just, you, just, you just know. You, just know. Yeah. you ask. That's awesome. You ask. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> So, so growing up, let's go back a little bit growing up as a, as a young girl and you've experienced some of the paranormal, was it something that you knew more or that you knew about, or was something that you were still exploring? I mean, when did you come to the realization saying, this is who I am?
2: You know, I was lucky because I had somebody to guide me down that path. That path was my Nana. It was my mom's mom. Yeah, that's that's where I get my name. It was her name and, and passed on down to me along with a lot of other things, including, you know, just natural ability. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, she waited until I was old enough to somewhat understand, but yet didn't wait too long because she noticed that, that this was going to be part of my life. So, yep. again, I was very lucky around the age of six or seven. I was, I was, I had a hand led me down the path to uh, learning that I was a spiritual spiritual very spiritual person yeah
1: that's awesome so many don't get that they just blindly go until they're in their teens and then freak out because they don't understand why that's this way yeah that's a good point
0: yeah I've ran into a lot of people over the years that um, were similar to that and they just didn't want nothing to do with it I kind of ran to it but you know I was like That was normal for me, you know. I mean, there's there's a certain level of normalcy for certain people like me and Zisha, you know, that it's just we grew up with it. It's what we knew, you know. And there's other people that just don't want nothing to do with it, you know. And I talked. You can't really get rid of it. Yeah, I I talked to. You might as well embrace it. Yeah, I talked to a guy yesterday, and he's. I I asked him if to you know check out our podcast and. And he said, Well, what is it on? And I said, Paranormal. And he wouldn't even open our page.
2: Hmm. I was Hmm. like,
0: Wow. Right. So, you know, there's people out there that just choose not to be involved in it, which is fine, you know, to each his own. So, certainly. You know, whatever. But so um, let me ask you something a little bit different. Um, You are a model, true?
2: I am, yes. Okay. Yeah, and a that, photographer. When that,
0: yeah, when did that start?
2: Oh goodness, that started in my early twenties, and I'm in my forties okay. now, so a while ago, okay. and uh, yeah. and then just kind of worked worked into uh, the industries and and whatnot that I was working and doing promotional work and such like that. So sure. it just it just it it worked well together. I enjoyed it very much.
0: Right, right. Now, is it something you still do now? is you still model
2: don't you um i do a little bit but i more do behind the camera than i do in front of it right. it's just something that right. i've i've grown to really love and and now especially living out here on the island it's just so gorgeous and right. beautiful oh, places yeah, to sure. go and photograph so right. it's lovely yeah
1: like yeah i'd come take much. pictures there yeah <laughs> no kidding. i take a lot of photographs myself just amateur stuff but
0: right right yeah there's something about yeah, you know they're... being able to take pictures and capture something you know, that it's that the, the beauty of, of a location or someplace, you know. But, yeah. Um, so while you, you've said you're behind the camera and you've taken pictures, have you ever taken pictures where you've caught something that you can't explain?
2: Oh, yes. Thank goodness. And it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, the very first photos I ever took of an apparition happened here in this house. And it was wow. one of those things where it was just, like, that feeling, like, go outside right now take your camera and just start shooting and that's what I did I just went out just started burst shooting shot just under a hundred photos in a couple of seconds went through them all and three different two different frames excuse me two different frames you could see same face same facial features same position everything but like in two different places of of the same frame so So it was great. I highly encourage people to look for things that don't necessarily stick out to them as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I I actually had an
1: experience with that recently Um, I did. I was, I'd gotten a new lens for my camera and of course I'm just doing frame exposures to just, you know, with different, different, you know, F stops and stuff to try to get, you know, figure out how the lens works. And so I took like three or four photos within probably four or five seconds. And it was just a picture of some pillows on my couch just for testing purposes. And I noticed that in the first two frames, the pillows were nice and solid. And in the third frame, there was actually a dent in the pillow, like somebody Mm -hmm. had sat down on it. And then, you know, for the next couple frames and it was like, no, wait, that all was in like five seconds. There's no way a human could get there, sit down on it or something small, and then get off of there and not be in the picture. I mean, I was literally looking through the viewfinder, and then I didn't realize it until I went back. I was like, wait a minute, that was five seconds, and now you've got a solid pillow, and then you got a crunched-down pillow. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, I and love that. And the whole that, rest that. of the scene
1: is static. Yeah. And, you know, I got those pictures somewhere. I can find them again. But it was, I was like, wow. That is strange. And I don't consider my house really haunted or anything. Or if it is, it's very mild. Yeah. So, but you it was just, a strange. You
2: just don't notice. Do you think that the work that you do maybe have you brought something home with you before? Oh, I
1: wouldn't doubt it. I've had strange things. So, yeah, it's possible. Um, I had an incident with the Ferrar school where, you know, every time I'd talk about that investigation at other investigations or at later times, I would start seeing emf pulses and stuff in my data loggers at the exact time that i was Mm -hmm. talking about the school Mm -hmm. you know so i love that yeah Mm -hmm. and it did it like three times literally right within a period of a couple months i got every time literally the time i would talk as soon as i mentioned the word for our school and start talking about the investigation i'd get a blip on the data and that's in your own home Yep. that's at home, at somebody else's investigation, out in a cemetery, you know, three different places I had. I saw every time I'd say that, literally for the exact period of time that I would say it, I'd see those spikes in that EMF field. Wow. So I love it.
2: That's crazy. That's yeah. what we look for. Well, yep. That's great yeah. to hear that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, he does a lot of that stuff. That yeah, I'm a strange
1: investigator. You've probably never seen anybody investigate the way I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I build all of my own equipment and I write all the software for it. And I, I, have a, I have a sensor board that picks up 26 different environmental variables every second and logs them with a timestamp. Yeah. Oh, and so then I do baseline readings and then I'll do like an EVP session where I'll be like, hey, if there's an entity here for the next 30 seconds, can you change the magnetic field in this room or can you change the radiation in this room? And then I log those, and then I go back using actual statistics software, and I pull the data out from the times when we were saying, hey, can you change this? And comparing it to the baseline data before and after and find out statistically, did they change it or did they not? Now, in a vast percentage of the cases, nothing happens. But at certain locations and at certain times and certain, certain sensors, it becomes fairly consistent and they will literally only touch the sensor during the time you tell them to.
0: Wow. That, that's just, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, to me, I mean, and a lot of people that, that know Shane and they have listened to Shane's stuff. I mean, we had an episode that we dedicated just to that. I mean, and a lot of people really liked all that science and that information because it's another way of looking at the oh, paranormal. Yeah. You know, yep. it's another way of trying to investigate. Yeah. And all my my stuff.
1: idea is to take the subjectivity out of it. You know, right. if you've got hard data, computers don't lie. They just log what they see. Right. There's no human bias. It, you know, statistics software doesn't lie. If it's statistically significant, it's statistically significant. Right. You know, it, it, right. and so it adds a lot more to just having the EVP. It, it builds on top of it. It doesn't replace right those things but it adds a a solid foundation to those things now is everything that i see on there paranormal definitely not but you know you have i can i can call up any investigation i've ever done and say okay here was all the data from the investigation here was the video from it here's the audio from it you guys can run the math yourself verify i'm right and go with it from that right right so So,
2: right so there's well i think that's one of the ways that i
0: yeah,
2: go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that I think that's great doing it that way. I mean, I, a lot of us do. Uh, a lot of, I don't think a lot of people understand how much work and time actually goes into this. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> people that do investigate, I, that, I mean, it, it, it takes a long, long time. And when you do oh, have yeah. anything come up, you want to replicate that. And you want to back that up. You want to verify it with... You know, if you're using equipment again, like you said, like another piece of equipment or another piece of yep. equipment, or if you're going off intuition, especially, that's a lot of the way that I work. Is I'll start off just feeling things out, and then I see, will. I wish I had that part and verify it, following it up with a piece of equipment, whether it's looking at you know, yeah, like drops in temperature, barometric pressure, or yep. just you know, trying to debunk. And whatever I see those things.
1: You know, yeah. and I see those things in response to requests for them to be changed you know so it literally say hey can you drop the temperature in this room and we have had it happen before yeah so That's you crazy. know they'll drop it 10 degrees in five minutes well it, it can't change that fast so right something right. else that has to do it
2: more exciting than having a right. back and forth with an intelligent spirit i mean it's right. just yes oh it gets so excited you're just like yes this is awesome keep going keep going let's go let's
0: talk mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. Right. That. Do you do you have a have certain spots in your home that you know that there's activity? I mean like just certain spots where like certain rooms that you know that spiritual energy is there? Or does it shift?
2: Yeah, it um it shifts a lot, but there are certain places in the house that things like to as you want to say like hang out for instance. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that downstairs with the crawl space where the where the bones were discovered, that is that is definitely the hottest hotspot on on the property. Yeah. And then there's an area actually out uh, out on the acreage that is that is extremely heavy as well. So there's it's not just places inside the house, but but one outside mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Right, right,
0: right. Well, that's cool. Um, so you've done cleansing of houses, have you ever had to cleanse a building, like a big, like somebody's business? No, I haven't no. done any
2: businesses, no.
0: Mm, okay. Um, so is it, is it true to say that, that a lot of people that experience a lot of the hauntings in their homes, that they just basically are... Could it be something where it's manifested, where it's something that they're they're creating? Have you ever ran into that where it's like this isn't really, this, this is something like, like poltergeist world. activity, where yeah. Yeah, where it's their cool. own mind
1: that causes right. this, you know, psychokinesis causing. Have you right. seen that examples of that, or come I would say it? that
2: I have, yeah yeah I've okay. seen okay. like people you know that have issues going on, and and sometimes you know when when you have that stuff and you don't have an understanding of it then it can take you to different places mentally and you just really oh, yeah. aren't, you just yeah you just don't know how to to deal and so then you go over and you realize no you've got pipes that are loose or you know something that's going on causing rattling or dripping in the walls that are causing you yeah. know we find visit.
1: a lot of that it'll right. especially yeah. abandoned places and stuff it's like yeah dudes, that's just you know mm-hmm. the floor creaking the wall you know the pipes rattling Right, right.
0: Yeah. So, talk a little it's bit about um, your your equipment that you use.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. Um, like just regularly, or like um, yeah, so regularly. Like if, go, like if, yeah. if you
1: go on investigation, what what would you use? Yeah, what kind of stuff? Oh,
2: I, I would bring on bring like couple different kinds of like millimeters. I like to use yep. like a tripod meter and then I like to use a digital meter as well. Um nice. and then I like to use a full spectrum um it's a I like to use both full spectrum camera and then just regular IR cameras for static sure. cameras,
1: which are That's good. awesome.
2: and then um being able to use things like spirit boxes as well are are very handy and then I like to bring in magical tools as well. So I like to use pendulums, uh, pendulum jars are also handy and helpful, okay. um, and and uh, things like that. Uh, dowsing rods are also very helpful on investigations for me to be able okay. to communicate back and forth.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, how often would you say you use your dowsing rods?
2: Pretty regularly. pretty regularly i i feel very comfortable with them and i like using them a lot and it's a very easy fast way to get yes or But then again you are limited to yes or no or maybe or pointing however because we remember i mean the whole reason why we have testing rods to begin with is to find water to find you know Mm -hmm. um things inside so i'll be like you know okay well point to you know where you are in the room and then they will both go and you know like adjust and point in a direction Well, that that would be helpful for putting my
1: sensor board down right right yeah
2: no kidding (laughs) help
1: me to know where to put it right
0: that's a good idea you have to have to remember that yeah because i have a set of dowsing rods that i haven't haven't used yet i mean they're just sitting in my case I have a lot of equipment that I don't use. I buy yeah. and I think I'm going to use them, and I never do. I'm just so.
1: Like... Do you hold your dowsing rods, or do you set them in a fixed thing and set them on a table and let them go themselves, or how do you use them?
2: I hold them because I believe okay. that I am the conduit between whatever is sticking on those rods. I mean, a lot of people. Because I've seen think, some. Oh, yeah, we well, just set it on a table. Holding them yeah. a certain way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Right. That right. makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, that's where the any- pendulum
2: jar comes in handy, though, because it is something that is static and standing there, but yet you can ask it to move it intelligently, which I have had. And I'm gonna have to look those with. up. I don't know yeah. if I've ever I've
1: heard of pendulums, but I've never know about a jar. So I have to look yeah, up. it's something
2: I just yeah. made myself. I went to oh. like a craft oh. store and got like a glass jar that had a wood lid and then I just drilled a hole in it and got a pendulum and fished it through and made it shorter oh, okay. and then um, put some, some like, you know, some herbs and stuff for communication in the bottom. And then it's just something that I can just sit there and then you can just kind of keep an eye on it and see if it's moving around.
0: Wow, right, that's cool. Right. That is cool. Yeah, that's
2: like old school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome sometimes going back to the basics is 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 a great way to do it
1: agreed right right
0: right then a lot of there's a lot of people that use a lot of gadgets a lot of different things and but sometimes some of the original stuff or the simpler stuff you can get more information from a spirit than you know some of these high tech and some of the you know electronic stuff is just not viable at some places you know but
2: it's I mean, pretty wild it. how far we've come in the past, you know, yeah. even like say three centuries or oh, decades. Excuse yeah. oh, yeah. me, the past three yeah. decades. You know, we yeah. we had people still doing table tipping and stuff back then, <laughs> and now we have like sure. all of these, you know, electronic gizmos and gadgets and stuff right. like that. Right. So, but right. I think there's there's a time and place for pretty much any kind of, uh, you know, the more the merrier, yeah. right?
0: Right, right. You know, and you get, you talk about like the, the table tipping, you know, like this, the old spiritualists, you know, back in the early 1900s that, you know, would have all these seances and all this stuff. And I would say the spiritualism has come a long way, you know, in that sense. And did you know that they actually had spiritualism schools back in the, spiritualism back
2: in the
0: there's one I have here, heard that there's one here in Wisconsin that was from way back in the in the day heyday and yeah it was for oh, cool. media media probably 1880s say. I'm gonna guess oh no no that it was way farther back than that oh okay because wow.
1: 1880s was the big spiritual you know psychical oh, you, research I thought
0: you said 1980s no 1880s like, <laughs> yeah 1880s would have yeah. been
1: like the psychical research yeah. Yeah. started you know mm-hmm. those those guys.
0: Yeah, there's a building up in, that's not about an hour from me, that they had this whole story on, they had uh, mediums and they had, you know, teaching people and it was, it was, you know, becoming more accepted. But, you know, nowadays, I think that everybody's kind of 50-50, you know, on mediums and spiritualism and all that stuff. I think it's kind of an even keel because most of the people that I run into and find out who I am, I've never really heard anybody say you know anything negative you know what i mean
1: it's which is like, good
0: right which is good I'm a, waiting, lot of, I'm a lot of a lot of mediums yeah. get pummeled all right i'm waiting for that day when somebody starts pummeling me because I say, yeah. like, you
1: know it's uncalled <laughs> yeah. for
0: right yeah
1: para unity people
0: right no kidding yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, well with so. doing what you all do have you noticed like a like an uprise and, and seeing more of this stuff you know out in mainstream and not shunned like it used to be like oh you're crazy or oh you're you're a witch or this or that you know i think what
1: we've seen is hmm, maybe five to ten years ago there was a peak Mm -hmm. of that and then we were kind of slightly on the downward slope again Mm -hmm. you know it goes in it popularity goes in cycles with anything paranormal right you know And, and i think probably five eight years ago we were we were at the peak. And now we're just slightly down. But right. yes, it's definitely more than it was in like say the sixties, seventies, eighties. Oh yeah. By oh, vastly yeah. more. I mean, back then it was almost if you talked about it, you're going in the nut nut house, you know. Right. Yeah. They're like, nope, you you're nuts. <laughs> we're locking you up.
0: The things that some of the things that they used to, to put people in um you know, psychiatric care and all that stuff, even back in the forties and fifties, is just awful. I yeah. mean, parents would leave their kids there and say, See you later. You know, and then, yeah, you yeah. know, some of those ins- insane insane deal. asylums yeah. were just, yeah, are just awful. I mean, have you, yeah. uh, Zisha, have you ever investigated an insane asylum?
2: I have. Okay.
0: Yeah, oh, one dude. of the dude very tell. first
2: places I ever did was out in Mount Vernon, and it is a old abandoned asylum, and it's fantastic. Just yeah. oh wow, awesome. it's just so cool old right. ruins now it has all kinds of vines and stuff growing through it so i mean it just mm-hmm. really has uh has has great exploring written all over it which is which is pretty neat what
0: were some of the experiences that you had on that investigation oh,
2: goodness that was a long time ago um that was <laughs> before i started really doing anything um like like i am now this is back when we're still you know just messing around pretty much i mean i right, would have still right, been in right, high school right. at this time right um but uh I'm trying to remember. Again, it was quite a long time ago. I do remember having a friend there, though. He, you know, basic stuff um, like, oh, we're out. And, you know, we're like, oh, we see something over there. But the other people didn't see it. And this is, again, right. me being in high school would have been back before. We all had cameras in our pockets. And back before, oh, of we had all right. this electronic equipment. So we weren't videotaping everything we were doing. We were just doing it to do it so For what you experience. saw is what you yeah. saw and that's what you took away from it right, so if you right. didn't see you didn't see it and you didn't have the opportunity to set up static cameras and go into other places and see what you can catch um mm-hmm. so 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 unfortunately because of that the the memories aren't as stuck in there as they are now right, you know where we right. have a recording of everything we have all of our EVPs we have all of our you know files and stuff right. organized whereas the memories don't stay organized as well as the files <laughs>
0: right, do. <laughs> right, right. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing considering the fact of how far we've actually come from, you know, like you said, you were talking about, you know, we didn't have cameras in our pockets, you know, per se like that. You know, we didn't have the cell phones in our pockets, you know. that, And, you know, we had the old uh, the 9mm or, the, you know, the Polaroid or something that we, we took pictures with, you know what I mean? But how far we've come from that to... All these electronic devices that are plentiful now, you know, that basically Cheap. your, your, <laughs> yeah, basically your phone is a computer. Yep. You know, I mean, cause everybody does everything. I, I have my whole life, now, this show and everything else on my phone and that's how I communicate with everybody. You know, it's just, yep. I would have never in 10 years ago, I would have never thought that that was even possible. Seriously.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Mean, What's the oldest piece of equipment that you have that you still use? That maybe I've been with you the longest.
0: Mm, yeah. Um, I have an an old Zoom recorder voice recorder. Oh, those are good. Yeah, it's oh, a it's yeah. a it's a 4 channel That's pretty good. It, but yeah, it's it's really small and Ooh. it's 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 probably I don't know, maybe almost 8 9 years old, I think. And yeah, it it still works. I just awesome. I have it sitting on my countertop in the kitchen. I don't use it. I took it to work with me to use it, but then I haven't been really using it much. But yeah, I have a plethora of different small recorders and like old Sony recorders that I don't even yeah. use anymore. You know, um I think I have uh another I have one that was an old uh iPod that you could listen to music on that actually oh, had a recorder yes. on it
2: yeah and, you know I remember that
0: <laughs> oh yeah and some of the some of the best audio that was captured is on those little iPods you know that yeah. that have music and you can record messages and all that I, I thought that was really pretty cool but I would yeah. say having the phones that we have now those recorders in our phones like the they're pretty Sam, good the Sams are are outstanding I mean I've yeah. picked up you know a few things that yeah, my wife have, uses that most of the yeah, time. Samsung never phone. Thought, yeah, I would never have thought that I would have been able to picture, you know, pick up a, an AVP on my phone that was that clear. Yeah, know? it's just yeah. yeah, it's just amazing, you know.
1: So yeah, sometimes I use older stuff than that. I Even mean, I have a glass jar with a single dice or a die in it,
2: ah. and
1: so what I will do is I will pick a number between one and six. And I'll be like, all right, if there's any entities in this room, please make this number come up more than chance. And so then I would shake the jar, set it down, write down the number, shake the jar, set it down and do this like 20 or 50 times. It doesn't take long, just a couple minutes. And then tally them up and find out, okay, If I chose number three, did number three come up more than all the other numbers? And we have had positive results from that. And of course, because (laughs) it's in a glass jar, you can't touch it or influence it. It's cheap. It's easy to do. You don't need tech knowledge. You know, Mm -hmm. if you want to do some statistics on those numbers later, fine. I might do two or three trials of like 20 or 50 Mm -hmm. just to see, you know, with picking different numbers in case the dice happen to be, you know, stuck on a number or something. But I've never seen it. It's always been chance for the most part. Right. But right. we've had a few locations where they would make the number come up like five times as mount that it should statistically.
2: Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Love it. So yeah, that's an easy one. The simplest of things, just kind of yeah. like my yep. little jar. Yeah. Well, right. and
1: the other thing I've done is flash cards. I, I'll make up three by five cards. I will put a word on there, simple, like cat, dog, boat, car, you know, things like this. And then put a number at the bottom. So what I'll do is I'll hold them up for the room to see, and and I would just say the number. And, of course, I'd have a voice recorder running. So on the voice recorder, all you hear are the numbers. And then you listen to tell you'd have the entity say, can you say this word into the recorder or into the light? You know, the real red light. Can you say this word? And show the card to the room and then go back in the recording. Now, the nice thing about it is because you don't know what the words were when you listen to the recording, your mind doesn't get tricked into thinking, okay, I hear this or I don't hear this. Mm -hmm. So any words that show up are far more legit than if they were just, hey, can you, you know, can you say the word boat? You know, if you say, can you say number 67? And you hold that up, you know, you can go back and look. And it's it's cheap, easy to do, and it takes out predolia, gets rid of some of the biases. I don't know. I'm just a strange investigator, but I do those things. And we've had positive results with those. Not very much, very, very small percentage, but we've had it where they would answer two or three words out of a session pretty pretty consistent. And they can't we don't even say the word out loud. All we do is show the the card. So it's, some entity had to have read it and said it. So I
2: love that.
0: That's awesome. And getting those
2: intelligent responses is just so exciting. Yep. It is yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 Very it's,
0: cool. it's some of those things and I and I when you talk about the flashcards, um I've also kind of discovered this too when if I've been on an investigation or I've been doing like um like a psychic walkthrough or something, I've also discovered too that sometimes spirits like to have stuff written on a piece of paper. Because they're maybe not able to communicate the way that we use all our electronic devices or whatever. But if they see something that they can read, yeah, that was my idea. Yeah, on a piece of paper. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then the communication might be easier for them. You know, and it's it's not. It's kind of. I think it's it's a little naive to think that that uh, every single spirit communicates with a spirit box. I I don't believe that. I think that a spirit. Yeah, I would agree with you, Jay. Yeah, I think that spirit communicates his or her own way you know what i mean or is able to his or her own you know, her own way in yeah. own way, you know what i mean so but yeah now um have you ever run into anything like it, where you've been on an investigation and you've got you you've gotten some information that doesn't make sense to you like i mean
1: you like psychically yeah yeah and you, certainly. And, and, and,
0: okay and th- so then you you leave the you leave the place and then you're kind of like what was that about and then you no matter what you still haven't figured it out or you get the answer later do
1: you ever get the answer I Take later? a lot
2: of notes i take a lot of notes and okay. often you will get answers later yes certainly yeah, right. thank you for taking
1: um, notes you're right
2: the things yeah. are not timely oh yeah so
1: many investigators don't write anything down they're like yeah i thought i saw it's like well did you
2: write it down <laughs> did you write it down really? in the yeah. time
1: Yeah. So I can verify it with a camera, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I also have like an Olympus recorder that I will keep just for like voice documenting things because, you know, often Mm -hmm. you just won't know afterwards, like what room was that in? Well, it's the room down the hall off to the left or, you know, whether, or sometimes what I like to do is we get, floor plans of the building or of a building awesome. and then you know name the rooms like a b c d or one mm-hmm. two three four five six seven or whatever and so yeah, you right. can just keep, keep track of things better yeah
0: right i think that's yeah. great i think that that should i think i everybody wish everybody should. would do that i know. Right? I, I do that
1: yeah. either electronically or on paper but right it's rare yeah
0: yeah I, I i told um elliot acg that that to use the paper next time i'd send him a message And said, use the paper next time when you investigate. I haven't heard nothing back from him, but yeah, it's just there's always got to be different things that you want to try out. You know, think outside the box, especially when you're doing a paranormal investigation. You know, even for even for mediums, you know, you got to think outside the box. You gotta, you know, it's not it's it's not a a scripted, you know, plan. You know, a plan that that. you you should follow it's anything kind of goes i mean you're dealing with the spiritual world so you know think outside the box and that's oh yeah that's all i'm saying you know and so but yeah i've brained into so many people to me from
2: an investigative uh, standpoint the the history is one of the funnest parts to me i love the history i love reading you you know what was and what could be and then you're dealing you know seeing what you're dealt with and i i just yep. i wouldn't go anywhere without my book now i take it everywhere mm-hmm. and i keep my right. notes and then go back and so yeah no i think yes. it's important to keep that's track great. of that you're right. right
0: so so do you have a book that is for your investigation do you have a separate book that's for um your visions or your things that you get like you know what i mean is that the same or is it something different
2: no it's something completely- completely different yeah
0: and to me that's i'm a journaler right i have one on the side of my bed that i if i have visions and i can't figure out i will write it down and then i will have to go back you know and see you know or i have ran into people before where i would have a, a vision of somebody's face or somebody the day before and then all of a sudden i'll be out and about And this person comes up to me and that picture immediately pops into my head. And then that's when I knew that that was for them.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had
0: that happen a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of crazy. But there was one time I, I actually, I I kept seeing a pink elephant, a stuffed elephant. Yeah. A pink elephant. I mean, (laughs) I was, I I kept seeing it over and over and over for like a week. And I was like, I couldn't figure out what it was that I was seeing this pink, this stuffed, big stuffed pink elephant. So, fast forward to a couple weeks later, I was doing a Halloween special, a walkthrough where I live with um, all these ghost tours. And at the end, I was doing readings at a haunted location. I was actually doing readings for people, like a gallery reading. And there's this kid that came up and said, do you have anything for me? And immediately, there went the big pink stuffed elephants. And he was like nine or ten, and his mom was there, and his grandmother had came through. And I asked him, I, I said, "Do you have a pink stuffed elephant?" He says, "Yeah." And his mom said, "That's the that's his favorite thing. He gets that. He got that wow. from his." I said, "Did you did you get that from your grandmother?" And she said, "Yeah." So she had that. That was her message saying that she's watching over him and that she's you know wow. that was that was her gift, and her mother was like you know kind of in tears and you know she was just like oh my gosh nice. you know I, yeah but so yeah. it was i i get i get strange ones pink a stuffed pink elephant yeah that was that was different for me but you know have you ever got any weird visions that, that you finally figured out what it was and you know that you actually you know reached out to somebody or somebody reached out to you and
2: I am notorious for calling people and being like, hey, look out for this. I right. had a dream about it. You're in my yeah. dream and this happened. And I'll do a lot mm. of that kind of stuff with dream work as, and, mm. and keep my dream journal. And so... I'll often get a lot of that stuff in dreams and then it's like whether it's like you just remember in your dream that you're looking over someone's shoulder and you read a message that's on their phone or you remember a date or something sticks in your head and you're like Mm -hmm. there has to be a reason for that so make a note of it and then because you never know I mean like you asked earlier do do things come later oh yeah a lot of the time they will come later they don't always come when you want so I think it's to, to keep a keep record of that kind of thing because oh yeah i Absolutely believe agree. that when a universe is pushing stuff in front of your face it's for a reason
0: oh yeah <laughs> i i totally agree and that that's something too that i i always was like i don't know if i could you know i doubt I, I used to doubt a lot of you know some of the stuff that i was getting but when i stopped doing that and i started really saying okay i'm going to log everything i see there's a reason why i'm seeing it then a lot of the later ons made more sense and where before it would have been a lot of missed opportunities, you know, a lot of missed right. because of the fact that I didn't want to think about it or, you know, log it or whatever. So yeah, mm-hmm. that took a while for me to get over that. But mm-hmm. what did, when did you realize and that you knew at that moment where mm-hmm. I am, I am who I am and you know, this is what I do and I'm, I connect with this, with the other side and When did you realize, how old were you, I'd say, when you realized that that was an acceptance?
2: It wasn't until later in my life that I think I really accepted it as part of who I was meant to be. I thought maybe at the beginning I thought, oh, well, this is something maybe it's influence. It's my Nana's influence and it's not Mm -hmm. me. And it wasn't until I, she was actually gone. That's now that I think about it, I never really thought about it like that. It wasn't until she actually left that I really started to come into my own. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I believe she was get, preparing. You, you, yeah, that. sometimes you get sure. those
0: messages, and it's kind of like, and later on, you're like, oh, that's what that was. <laughs> you know? That's and what that was. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get that a lot, too. But um, but yeah, so so do you have anything like, in the works now? I mean, it's summertime's coming. You've got a lot of uh, things planned for... For
2: summer or? I'm excited to see what the summer is gonna bring I hope that I'll get to do some more work here on the island um, I've got a lot of personal stuff going on the last two years with some surgeries and things so um, I really can add put everything to the wayside other than what's kind of being brought to my attention on it on a almost a daily basis you know just here in the house so um, sure. Yeah, so it's keeping up on a lot of that. I'd like I'm I'm planning on attending all paranormal like conventions and stuff this year, like right. like the LA Paracon and, and and one in Salem. So I think I think that'll be fun to start doing more of that networking type stuff, which I like a lot. I really yep. like right. doing that, right. carrying that on from other things. And um I mean it's just such a fabulous community. We have a lot of really great, great people here and yes, um, you know, I think we all have something Bring to the table, so when we we come together as as a group, it just it's just that much better. So I'm looking forward to doing more of that. I'd really love to get my own team going out here on the island, but it's just very small. It's just right, there's just not sure. many. Right, I've right. Tried for years, I've only come up with one person. One person was interested in being a videographer, and then the other person already did paranormal stuff. But then it's like, well, that's not enough for for a full mm-hmm. team, but. Uh, right, enough to right. still do stuff like going over right. and checking things out for people or cleansings and whatnot. So yes, Right. I just so sort to do so more you, of that.
0: Right. So you're keeping yourself busy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's but, awesome. Oh, it's never a yeah. dull yeah. day in the paranormal world. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, I don't think so. No, no. Well, this yeah. has been, this, this hours flew by. Yeah, was, this has been great. Yeah. This yes. has been awesome great. Yes. This has been awesome. Thank
2: you so much okay, for having we, me. I really appreciate yeah. it.
0: That we finally get to talk to you. And, yeah. You know, and I think it's going to be, um, who is that?
1: Oh, that's something in the background in my place.
0: Oh,
2: nice. Oh, I think okay. the food's
1: done. I don't know yeah. what's going on, <laughs> whatever. Dinner time the, wife will take, the wife will take care of it. All
0: right. okay.
2: There you go. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Thank so you the we wife. Want, we want to thank everybody yeah. for tuning in and uh, watching thank this you. episode. This is our final episode of season three. And Yisha, we want to thank you so much for coming on.
1: Yep. Oh, and if you so could so tell cool. us how I can find you. Yes,
0: it's yeah. exactly.
2: You can find me online on all, all socials pretty much underneath my name or under X Paranormal. Okay. Yeah. One of the great okay. things of having such a unique name, you're yep. easy oh, to Oh, yeah. Find.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm the only
2: one. That's awesome. That's right awesome. Thanks all again. So, you
0: too. so everybody. We want to thank you again. Uh, like I said, this will be up on Facebook, on all our pages, and this will also be up on YouTube, Yeah. and this will be uploaded on to everywhere everyone can get their podcasts, iHeartRadio, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to thank on behalf of our guests. Thank you. And our viewers, and we. this show, will see you in September. Thank you.
1: Yep. All right.